0: But Thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Bear Thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Adore Thou those who are penitent, according to Thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for His sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, for the glory of Thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech Thee, merciful Lord, Thy faithful people, pardon and peace they may be cleansed from all of their sins, and serve thee with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open now our lips.
1: And our mouth shall show forth thy praise.
0: Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost.
1: As it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
0: Praise ye the Lord.
1: The Lord's name be praised.
0: Psalms 102 and 130. Psalm 102. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come unto thee.
1: Hide not that face from me in a time of my trouble. Incline thine ear unto me when I call. O hear me and that right soon.
0: For my days are consumed away like smoke, and my bones are burnt up as it were a firebrand.
1: My heart is smitten down and withered like grass, so that I forget to eat my bread.
0: For the voice of my groaning, my bones will scarce cleave to my flesh.
1: I am become like a pelican in the wilderness, and like an owl that is in the desert.
0: I have watched, and am even as it were a sparrow, that sitteth alone upon the housetop.
1: Mine enemies revile me all the day long, and they are mad upon me, are sworn together against me.
0: For I have eaten ashes as it were bread, and mingled my drink with weeping.
1: And that because of thine indignation and wrath. For thou hast taken me up and cast me down.
0: My days are gone like a shadow, and I am withered like grass.
1: But thou, O Lord, shall endure for ever, and thy remembrance throughout all generations.
0: Thou shalt arise and have mercy upon Sion. For it is time that thou have mercy upon her. Yea, the time is come.
1: And why, thy servant think upon her stones, and it pitieth them to see her in the dust.
0: The nations shall fear thy name, O Lord, and all the kings of the earth thy majesty.
1: When the Lord shall build up Zion, and when his glory shall appear.
0: When he turneth him unto the prayer of the poor and destitute, and despiseth not their desire.
1: This shall be written for those that come after, and the people which shall be born shall praise the Lord.
0: For he hath looked down from his sanctuary, out of the heaven did the Lord behold the earth.
1: That he might hear the mournings of such as are in captivity, and deliver them that are appointed unto death.
0: That they may, decline the, may declare the name of the Lord in Sion, and his worship at Jerusalem.
1: When the peoples are gathered together, and the kingdoms also, to serve the Lord.
0: He brought down my strength in my journey, and he shortened my days.
1: But I said, O oh my God, take me not away in the midst of mine age. As for thine years, they endure throughout all generations.
0: Thou, Lord, in the beginning hast laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the work of thy hands.
1: They shall perish, but thou shalt endure. They all shall wax old as doth a garment.
0: And a vesture shalt thou change them, and they shall be changed. But thou art the same, and thy year shall not fail.
1: The children of thy servant shall continue, and their seed shall stand fast in thy sight.
0: Psalm 130 Out of the deep have I called unto thee, O Lord. Lord, hear my voice.
1: O let thine ear consider well the voice of my complaint.
0: If thou, Lord, wilt be extreme to mark what is done amiss, O Lord, who may abide it?
1: For there is mercy with thee, therefore shalt thou be feared.
0: I look for the Lord, my soul doth wait for him, in his word is my trust.
1: My soul fleeth unto the Lord before the morning watch, I say before the morning watch.
0: O Israel, trust in the Lord, for with the Lord there is mercy, and with him is plenteous redemption.
1: And he shall redeem Israel from all his sins.
0: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
1: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
2: Here beginneth the third chapter of the book of Jonah. Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah the second time, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and preach to it the message that I tell you. So Jonah arose and went to Nineveh according to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was an exceedingly great city, a three-day journey in extent. And Jonah began to enter the city on the first day's walk. Then he cried out and said, Yet forty days, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. So the people of Nineveh believed God, proclaimed a fast, and put on sackcloth from the greatest to the least of them. Then word came to the king of Nineveh, and he arose from his throne and laid aside his robe covered himself with sackcloth, and sat in ashes. And he caused it to be proclaimed and published throughout Nineveh by the decree of the king and his nobles, saying, Let neither man nor beast, herd nor flock, taste anything. Do not let them eat or drink water. But let man and beast be covered with sackcloth, and cry mightily to God. Yes, let everyone turn from his evil way, and from the violence that is in his hands. Who can tell if God will turn and relent and turn away from his fierce anger so that we may not perish? Then God saw their works, that they turned from their evil way, and God relented from the disaster that he had said he would bring upon them, and he did not do it. But it displeased Jonah exceedingly, and he became angry. So he prayed to the Lord and said, Ah, Lord, was not this what I said when I was still in my country? Therefore I fled previously to Tarshish, for I know that you are a gracious and merciful God, slow to anger and abundant in loving kindness, one who relents from doing harm. Therefore now, O Lord, please take my life from me, for it is better for me to die than to live. Then the Lord said, Is it right for you to be angry? So Jonah went out of the city and sat on the east side of the city, there he made himself a shelter and sat under it in the shade till he might see what would become of the city. And the Lord God prepared a plant and made it come up over Jonah that it might shade, it might be shade for his head to deliver him from his misery. So Jonah was very grateful for the plant. But as morning dawned the next day, God prepared a worm and it so damaged the plant that it withered. And it happened when the sun arose that God prepared a vehement east wind, and the sun beat on Jonah's head so that he grew faint. Then he wished death for himself and said, It is better for me to die than to live. Then God said to Jonah, Is it right for you to be angry about the plant? And he said, It is right for me to be angry, even to death. But the Lord said, You have had pity on the plant, for which you have not labored, nor made it grow which came up in a night and perished in a night. And should I not pity Nineveh, that great city, in which are more than one hundred and twenty thousand persons who cannot discern between their right hand and their left, and much livestock? Here endeth the first lesson.
0: My soul doth magnify the Lord. My spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. He hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth, all generations shall call me blessed, for he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. His mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat. He hath exalted the humble and meek. he Hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He remembering his mercy hath hope in his servant israel he promised to our forefathers abraham and his seed forever glory be to the father and to the son and to the holy ghost was in the beginning is now and ever shall be world without end amen
2: here beginneth the 11th verse of the 15th chapter of the gospel according to saint luke then he said a certain man had two sons and the younger of them said to his father father give me the portion of goods that falls to me so he divided to them his livelihood and not many days after the younger son gathered all together journeyed to a far country and there wasted his possessions with prodigal living but when he had spent all there arose a severe famine in that land and he began to be in want then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country and he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pods that the swine ate, and no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger? I will arise and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight and am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Bring out the best robe and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet, and bring the fatted calf here and kill it, and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found, and they began to be merry. Now his older son was in the field, and as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. And he said to him, Your brother has come, and because he has received him safe and sound, your father has killed the fatted calf. But he was angry and would not go in. Therefore his father came out and pleaded with him. So he answered and said to his father, Lo, these many years I have been serving you. I never transgressed your commandment at any time, and yet you never gave me a young goat that I might make merry with my friends. But as soon as this son of yours came, who has devoured your livelihood with harlots, you killed the fatted calf for him. And he said to him, Son, you are always with me, and all that I have is yours. It was right that we should make merry and be glad, for your brother was dead and is alive again, and he was lost and is found. Here endeth the second lesson.
0: Lord, now let us thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen my salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people. Be a light to lighten the Gentiles, be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord
1: For it is Thou, Lord, only, that makest us dwell in safety.
0: O God, make clean our hearts within us.
1: And take not Thy Holy Spirit from us.
0: Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that Thou hast made, and dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent, pray and make in us new and contrite hearts, that we worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of Thee the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord amen o god from whom all holy desires all good counsels and all just works do proceed give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments and also that by thee we being defended from the fear of our enemies may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of jesus christ our savior amen lighten our darkness we beseech thee o lord and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night for the love of the only son our savior jesus christ amen Maybe a couple of thoughts on tonight's lessons uh today is ash wednesday uh it's the beginning of lent and that means the beginning of a 40-day fasting that that most of us will undertake and it's going to look different from person to person depending on um the calling uh, that we've received from god in our own hearts and by the way if you haven't prepared a, a fast yet i mean you still have time to do that so it's not too late um anyway these these books these readings um kind of have a uh a linton flavor to them we'll just talk about one one at a time just kind of go through the similarities and differences of each uh in the in the jonah book you know jonah has already had his episode with the giant fish um and so he is now very reluctantly traveling to Nineveh to tell Nineveh that they um are in uh, an idolatrous sinful habit and that they need to turn from their ways or God is going to bring judgment on them and a couple of things that is striking about this number one Nineveh is not uh, a city in Israel or Judah Nineveh is a city that eventually would one day down the line conquer the northern kingdom of Israel. Uh, It's in Assyria. Uh, But the point is that God is reaching out beyond the borders of Israel to the other nations and trying to communicate to them uh, the error of their ways. And we always want to kind of get this. We always don't want to say always, but my tendency is is to kind of think of god only communicated with uh, israel and that's why israel became god's chosen people um and that god never communicated with any of the other nations around and so just poor luck for them and this is an example where that didn't happen that god does communicate to those outside the borders of israel outside the boundaries of the church um, and he does call them into repentance and god's view of them was one of pity he says toward the end of the chapter that they didn't like i have pity on these people they they did not know their right hand from their left they were um you know in god's eyes they're they're so so lost i i just have to help them It it, it just kind of seems unfair to let them continue going through life kind of ignorant To the point where they don't even know which hand is which in god's view um and so what god is doing is is this is actually a sign of love that god is sending a prophet to go and tell them hey you know come near me um fix the error of your ways that you do not go uh through life you know pitiful uh jonah of course doesn't want to do this he does go He does say, uh, right as he enters the city, uh, the punishment that is going to befall Nineveh in 40 days if they don't repent. And uh, Nineveh does repent. The the king of Nineveh declares a fast. Uh, He orders that everyone uh, be covered with ash and wear sackcloth and cry to the Lord that because of those things, that those things would lead to everyone turning away from the evil in their heart. And so on ash wednesday we we get ashes placed on our forehead and we get to actually take part in in this practice of um you know placing ashes upon ourself uh as an outward sign of the inward repentance in our hearts so just like jonah was sent to nineveh to warn uh nineveh of their uh, wrong ways. You know god sends his holy spirit into our hearts and um, warns us of things that we can approve on and it doesn't necessarily mean that god is going to overthrow us in 40 days and ruin our lives but it does mean that god's not going to just sit there and say oh you know bill or jane or person is is constantly lost i'm just gonna look and be that way no he's gonna he's going to communicate to us through the holy spirit in our own hearts uh through something that's called conviction and we need to listen to that and, the, and lent gives us a time to listen to that to to hear god where he wants us to repent and um and make changes in our lives so that we can draw near him and the church has given us lent as a fast to do that and a fast is is a saying no to something it is i'm going to stop doing something i'm going to um uh, affect my body in such a way that my soul follows and one of the good things about anglicanism is that or any sacramental theology is that it, it accepts that the body and the soul operate together uh, what we do with our body affects our soul and vice versa which is why when we take communion it's a bodily act that Feeds our soul. When we kneel for prayer, um, our body does, goes through this physical action that our soul, you know, signifies as I um, am in the presence of God when I kneel. And so when we fast, when we take on the ashes, we are doing a physical thing. We're bringing our body to its knees so that the soul might follow so that our soul may turn toward God um, and grow in god in a new way and one of the things that always caught me about this um, passage is this object lesson that that god gives jonah jonah is really unhappy about this mission that god has given him he uh, first off tries not to go to nineveh has an issue with the fish and then he does go to nineveh and is pretty upset that nineveh has repented and um, is not going to be punished by God, and God sends this plant to give Jonah some shade. Jonah likes the plant because it gives him shade, then God strikes the plant dead, and Jonah gets upset again because you know his head gets a little hot, and God says, You only loved that plant because of what it could do for you. You didn't love the plant because it was a plant that I created and he's saying the same thing you um because the people of Nineveh can't do anything for you because they don't offer you anything you despise them you don't love the people of Nineveh because they were made in my image and you don't love the people of Nineveh because I take pity on them but you ought to and so we look at this in our own lives and and this can be the danger of fasting is that um, especially if we you know it's not our first you know Lent um not to say that anyone is guilty of this but it's something that definitely could creep in is that um you know we start to look at other people who may not have the same fast as us um or are not taking part in Lent at all and resent them for that um instead of loving them for who they are uh we can resent them for not doing what we think they ought to do and this is just kind of a cautionary tale that, that we ought not do that. And we see that when we look at the, the parable of the prodigal son, which was our second reading for today. Um, we have uh, the repentant son. And again, God is seeing the sinner as someone who's to be pitied, um, that he's glad that they've returned and he's happy for it. Because sin and idolatry will make us ultimately miserable um, god is is thrilled when someone comes back but the older son refuses to participate in the party the older son is upset um, because the younger son for some reason has gotten forgiveness um, he only loves the younger son in that the younger son can do something for him he doesn't love the younger son because the younger son is a son of the father and so he despises his brother for that reason And so one of the things that I find interesting about the parable of the prodigal son is the older brother is not feasting when he's supposed to feast. And so one of the great things about Lent is that it it gives us a season for fasting and we are to fast and we are to say no to things uh, so that we can draw nearer to God. Um, But we're also at the time appointed supposed to feast. So when Lent is over and we go to Easter, that's the time of celebrating, and we're supposed to go into the party at that point after we've prepared ourselves for the party. Um, this, the, uh, the older son is still working in the field. Um, he's in a perpetual Lent, and he's always, um, it's hardened his heart to be in a perpetual Lent. He's not feasting when he should. And so, um, we take the 40 days seriously. We fast. Uh, we draw near God we cultivate um, a life of prayer and disciplines of prayer to to take take the place of the things we've said no to uh, so that we may uh, enter into the the Feast of Easter uh, in 40 days um and we're commanded even to celebrate Easter at that time Just a couple of thoughts on tonight's lessons uh, it is Wednesday so we will read the Litany for the Church and evangelism you can Uh, read the litany's italicized portion along by clicking the link in the chat bar um, as we go through this the litany for the church and evangelism this evening to the glory of God that God may um, open new doors of mission and ministry within our parish and diocese and that um, we might uh, that, that the people within our parish and diocese might have a Fruitful and blessed Lent, that we may be able to celebrate the joys of Easter in a new way in forty days. O God, the Father, Creator of heaven and earth,
1: have mercy upon us.
0: O God, the Son, Redeemer of the world,
1: have mercy upon us.
0: O holy O God, the Holy Ghost, Sanctifier of the faithful,
1: have mercy upon us.
0: O holy, blessed, and glorious Trinity, one God,
1: have mercy upon us.
0: We sinners do beseech Thee to hear us, O Lord God. That it may please thee to rule and govern thy holy church universal in the right way.
1: We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord.
0: That it may please thee so to rule the hearts of thy servants, the President of the United States, the Governor of this State and all in authority. That they may above all things seek thy honor and glory.
1: We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord.
0: That it may please thee to illuminate all bishops, priests, and deacons with true knowledge and understanding of thy word. And that both by their preaching and living they may set it forth and show it accordingly.
1: We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord.
0: That may it please you send forth laborers into thy harvest.
1: We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord.
0: And may it please to give to all thy people increase of grace, meekly thy word, and to receive it with pure affection, to bring forth the fruits of the Spirit.
1: We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord.
0: And may it please thee to comfort and relieve all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or state.
1: them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue of all their afflictions. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord.
0: May it please thee to forgive our enemies, persecutors, and slanderers, and to turn their hearts.
1: We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord.
0: That may it please thee to give us true repentance, to forgive us all our sins, negligences, and ignorances, and to endue us with the grace of Thy Holy Spirit, to mend our lives according to Thy Holy Word.
1: We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord.
0: We may it please to have mercy on the faithful departed granting them an entrance into the land of light and joy and a fellowship with Thy saints.
1: We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord.
0: We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, that it may please thee to fill us with the gifts of the Holy Spirit, for the work of ministry and the building up of the body of Christ.
1: We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord.
0: They may please thee to give us power through the Holy Spirit, be thy witnesses in word and deed in our homes, work and leisure.
1: We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord.
0: They may please thee to convert. Hearts through our ministry and add continually to our number of those who are being saved.
1: We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord.
0: May it please thee to bless our ministry of word and sacrament, opening minds nice to understand the scripture and making thyself known in the breaking of the bread.
1: We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord.
0: We may it please thee to make us ready always to give an answer to anyone who asks the reason for the hope that is within us.
1: We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord.
0: We may it please thee to put it into our hearts to seek out and find thy lost sheep and bring them back into thy fold
1: we beseech thee to hear us good lord
0: may please to fill us with such love for one another that all may perceive in our midst the presence of christ and be drawn to his holy fellowship and service
1: we beseech thee to hear us good lord
0: almighty and everlasting god who didst endue thy church with power from on high on the day of pentecost brought thy holy spirit upon this parish grant unto us all things that are needful for our spiritual welfare Enlighten and guide our clergy and lay workers, strengthen and increase the faithful, visit and relieve the sick, turn and soften the wicked, rouse the negligent and careless, recover the fallen, restore the penitent, remove all hindrances to the advancement of thy truth. Bring all to be of one heart and mind within the fold of thy holy church, the honor and glory of thy name through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost with all evermore. Amen and then thank you barbara and rochelle for responding and reading tonight thank you all for being here hope you have a blessed ash wednesday
1: thank you, dick and andrew have a wonderful ash wednesday everybody thank you everyone
0: thank you